everyone to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Weaver, and today we are kind of doing a different take on the podcast. Um, this episode is going to be a little different than normal. Uh, we have some interns from some local middle schools here doing their job shadowing, and they're going to interview somebody from marketing. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and then we're just going to go right into the interview. So um, if you want to start over here. Uh, hi, my name is Michaela Simmons, and I go to Beach One Middle School. Hi, my name is Kiana Washington, and I go to Ebenezer Middle School. Awesome. Before we get started, I do want to ask, um, what made you guys want to come and shadow public affairs? Are you interested in the field, or? Um, I'm more interested in, like, broadcasting and respect and all that kind of stuff with journalism, and yeah, it seemed really cool, and I've had a lot of fun so far, so. Awesome. Um, what inspired me to do it is really, I just want a day off from school, (laughs) and I thought it would be a really interesting experience. Like she said, I've been interested in podcasting and other stuff like that. Okay, awesome. Okay, so we're just going to go into, uh, if you want to introduce yourself real quick, and then I'll let them start asking you some questions. Sure. Um, So I'm Staff Sergeant Sean Delaney-Giesing, currently a marketing non-commissioned officer with our marketing office uh, for the Recruiting and Retention Battalion. And uh, prior to this, I was a recruiter assigned to the Greenville, South Carolina area. Oh, awesome. All right, y'all want to start asking him some questions and see how this goes? <laughs> so how many schools and students do you visit each week with your recruiting? So when I was a recruiter, I had about four to five schools that I had assigned to me, but but typically I would only visit one. And it's because the one school was a, a large school. It was Malden High School. And... Uh, usually when we'd go in there, it'd be for a classroom presentation or it would be for uh, a lunch table display. Uh, a lot of times, and especially when you guys get to high school, you'll see recruiters out there with their, their tables at lunch. And really why we're out there is not just to give away free swag because it's cool, uh, <laughs> which we do that too. Um, but a lot of it comes down to um, being able to educate you guys on all the cool advantages of being able to serve in the military and what you can do not only being in the military, but what you can do with the benefits that you get outside of the military. Um, a question I have is, what are careers you got asked about the most? Wow, great question. So there were typically infantry careers that would come up. So the stuff you see in movies, Saving Private Ryan, right? All the stuff we see, guys kicking in doors. Um, so we would get questions about those a lot. But um, I would say Probably the biggest one was infantry, yeah. So outside of careers, what kind of other questions do you usually get? We usually get how am I going to be able to balance what I'm doing in the National Guard with how I'm uh, going to be able to balance my life, right? Because with us, unlike active duty, you're able to live two lives. You live your normal life that you're used to. You go to either school or you go to your 9-to-5 job. Um, and then you have your guard life. So the way I equate it to, it's like Superman, right? Or Wonder Woman, right? You, you start off as that, that mild-mannered person who's just going through life, doing your thing, and then a, an emergency happens, or you know, in our case, like a hurricane happens, and we have to react. And so it's, it's ripping off your normal clothes and on, you've got your uniform under it, just like your, your Superman outfit, and you're going out there to be able to help your community and your state you know, when they call you. So um, that's, it's a really cool uh, opportunity that we get to be able to do that. Um. What made you want to be a recruiter? I like people. Uh, I like people, and I like being able to convey 
um, what we do in the National Guard to others, because when they see the uniform, all they see over my, my chest here is U.S. Army. They don't see all the opportunities that the Army offers, right? So we've got the active Army, the Army Reserve, and the Army National Guard. And one of the cool things about the Army National Guard that a lot of people don't know is that not only do we serve our country, but we also serve our state. And that's actually one of the reasons I joined out of all the, the different components in the, in the Army was because of that state mission. Right. We get to go out there, like I mentioned, in hurricanes. We get to go out there uh, if you're in the northern states, because I'm from Ohio, get to go out there in the blizzards and be able to help our fellow citizens. And that's a really, really unique aspect of the Guard that a lot of people don't know about. Um, what made you want to do what you're doing right now? And is there anything else that you wanted to do before this or have you always wanted to do this kind of thing? So I actually never intended on being in marketing, ironically. Um, when I was a recruiter, um, I was asked by um, our command here to come down to marketing because one of our uh, marketing folks was leaving. And it, you know, it's, it's crazy with life because there's so many opportunities that get presented to you. And sometimes you're thinking, hey, I've got this straight line that I want to go in towards, towards my goal. And in reality, that's, that's not really how you get to your goals. You know, sometimes it's a weaving road. You have different opportunities that come up in front of you. And although it may not be what you intended on doing, everything is a building block leading you to that eventual goal of whatever it is you want to do. So for me, marketing was a great uh, opportunity to take a step back from recruiting. And it's not that I didn't love recruiting. It's that it gave me an opportunity to be able to see something different and be able to see a different side of, of the guard and how we market the guard to the public right? Because as a recruiter, you go out there and you say, hey, the, you know, the guard is this, this, and this to me. It's fantastic. You should do it. But what we don't see is, you know, the pamphlets that we're giving out to people or the website that we tell them to visit. How is all of that put together? You know, how is all of that run? And so now in marketing, I get to see how all of that's run. I get to talk to the, the folks that are involved in, in making sure those things stay updated. And it just opens up your eyes to more that is out there. And you never know, down the road, the opportunity that I have in marketing and my recruiting opportunity could lead me to different uh, career paths that maybe I hadn't thought of before. So it's amazing how every step just leads you to that eventual destination. Um, what battalion are you from? I hope I pronounced it. No, you, you did a great job. So I'm from the Recruiting and Retention Battalion. Um, we're, we're the only one in the state that really, besides our Joint Force headquarters here, that doesn't really have a number associated with it. Yeah, great question, though. So um, you said that there's like a few differences between marketing and recruiting and what you did. And you did say one of them, but what are some other differences between the two? Um, the biggest differences is that in recruiting, we're what we call the tip of the spear, right? We're out there in front of the public. They're in some cases, the first impression of the military that uh, someone, you know, between 17 and 1735, but typically 17 to 24 year olds are getting of the military. So we want to make sure that, you know, we dress the part, we act the part, right? We are as professional as we can be to showcase the people, the men and women that are out there on the front lines actually doing the jobs that we're trying to recruit for. Um, so we are the face of the guard. When you co go into marketing, it's, it's a little different because now we're behind the scenes. You know, we're not necessarily the one out there, but we're supporting the ones out there. And that's the biggest difference. Um, we don't, uh, we're not typically at schools anymore doing presentations. Uh, we're not, I wouldn't usually do an interview like this uh, in marketing, but um, we are the ones essentially making sure that our recruiters out on the front lines have everything they need. You know, those pamphlets that I talked about that we're handing out to, to guys and gals, that's, that's coming from marketing. 
right? And so now I get to have an opportunity to influence um, those uh, materials that are going out and the commercials uh, that are, are going out in the airwaves, um, the ads that you see when you're scrolling through online at night and you just happen to hit a Facebook ad, you're like, oh my gosh, National Guard, that's all done with marketing. So the biggest difference is we're behind the scenes, but we're still playing an active role in making sure those recruiters on the front lines have everything they need to be able to do their job. Okay. Um, I was wondering with like the whole stuff that you do, what really inspired you like when you were younger to do what you do now? Wow, that's a, that's a <laughs> difficult question. See, I knew these were going to be great questions. <laughs> putting you on the spot. You're putting me on the spot. Um, you know, it's crazy. It goes back to what I said before about being a people person, right? I like talking to people because everyone has a story. Everyone has a unique journey that they've been on and are continuing to go on, right? We talked about going to that career goal through a bunch of zigzags, right? It's not a straight line. It's a bunch of different stops along the way. And that's the stuff I like about being able to talk to people is that they've all had these little stops along the way to their wherever they're at now, right? And they'll continue to have those little stops because that's, that's how we get wisdom. That's how we get experience. Um, so what led me to where I am now, or what inspired me is just, uh, again, a love for people. Um, like I said, I didn't think I was going to be a recruiter. You know, I used to see the recruiters at high school. I'm like, there's no way I'm ever going to do that, right? And then I became a recruiter. And it's amazing when you see something on the other side, uh, a lot of your misconceptions about it go away. Right? You're like, oh, this recruiter is trying to get me to join. Right? And I'd go up and I'd take a pen or a lanyard and be like, oh, yeah, you're, you're cool. Thanks for the pen. Thanks for the lanyard, right? <laughs> but what I didn't see is what was behind that pen and that lanyard. And so going back to your question, what inspired me, it, it, it was being able to talk to folks about something that's impacted my life so much and given me so many opportunities to not only be able to go to school, um, but to be able to get great paid job training that you would have to pay tons of money to get, you know, in the civilian world. Um, it's all kind of just come together. So my love for people pushed me in directions that allows me to still interact with people um, while also learning new skills that I can use in whatever I do down the road. So um, what kind of advice would you have for anybody, whether they want to join the National Guard or do the marketing? What advice would you have for them? Yeah, great question. So your research. That's, that's number one, you know, uh, obviously I recruited for the national guard. So I'm going to say, Hey, join the national guard. But I'll be honest, even when I did recruit, the way I recruited was probably not typical, right? Everyone has a different path. Everyone has different goals and everyone has different things that they want to work towards. Now the national guard in a lot of cases, right? More, more cases than none is, is going to be that choice because we can do a lot of different things for your future. But I'm also not, not blind of the fact that we have other military branches out there, right? And so different opportunities lead to different paths or lead to different uh, goals. So some people are like, hey, you know, the National Guard can do this and this for me. But I, I say explore your opportunities, okay? Because when you come into the Guard, we're going to give you everything you need to be successful. It's just you have to have that inner motivation to be able to go and get whatever you want to get. If you want to get that college degree, okay, we're going to give you the funds and the ability to be able to do that. But it's up to you to then start walking on that goal to getting a college degree, right? So what I would say is do your research. Uh, make sure you know what you want to do. Make sure you set that goal in mind. Um, but then um, also be cognizant of what else is out there, right? Um, because when you come into the Guard, I want to make sure that you know exactly uh, or at least have a general idea of what you want to do. And then from that point on, um, you'll be able to... 
uh, work your way towards that goal using what we have benefit wise. So goes just goes back to research. Yeah. Um, I know you mentioned it earlier in earlier questions, but do you think that past you would be surprised by the job you have now? Or do you think they would kind of be like, yeah, this is what we've always wanted to do. I'm not really surprised <laughs> by it. Past me. <laughs> pa- We're taking a trip down memory We're lane today. We're taking a trip down memory lane. I don't know. Um, past me would probably be proud of where I've where I've gotten to today. Um, past me would also be shocked at all the opportunities that I've been able to have while wearing the uniform and, and not just here in marketing or recruiting, but, you know, I got to respond to a hurricane back in 2016 here in the state, you know, affect a lot of people in the, on the coast in the lower portion of the state. And we were able to go out there and do what the national guard is known for, which is helping our communities, uh, in their time of need. So I think, I think past me would be pretty proud at, at being able to, to, to get out there and, and uh, see a different side to disasters, right? We see all the bad disasters, but what we don't see is all the good that happens in disasters. And I think the National Guard is really good at reflecting um, the good in humanity, right? Of being able to get out there and when everything is looking really dark and uh, it's not looking good, you know, we can be that light in that dark time. So you said you've gotten like a whole bunch of opportunities being in the National Guard, yeah. like getting to respond to hurricanes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what positive opportunities have you gotten being in the National Guard? Um, so I got to recruit at an air show. Actually, before I was a recruiter, <laughs> I volunteered myself because I'm a big aviation guy, but I was able to go out there and, and recruit and you know find the next generation that's going to hopefully replace me in the future when I leave. And that was a great opportunity. Uh, not only was I able to see my, my love of aviation in front of me, but also um, get to inspire folks to, to come pursue a career with us. Um, I was able to be on our local ABC affiliate station, uh, thanks to actually this office, the public affairs office. Um, so that was a great opportunity. Um, we did that out at the state fair. And it's just um, a lot of things that the military offers, we can't necessarily put on a pamphlet, right? We can't tell you about all the networking benefits of, um, you know, folks that you meet at your units, right? We don't do, most of us don't do this full time. Um, there are some exceptions with us, but most of us don't do this full time. So we have full time careers on the outside. And what I think one of the unique parts about the Guard is we bring that full-time career and all the things that we've learned about that to what we do in the National Guard. And even if it isn't the same thing, the skills that we've learned from that civilian career, and I think vice versa, the skills we learn in the Guard, we can kind of put those together and it helps us in both sides of our lives, right? Um, So the opportunities, they're there, but going back to what I said before about, you know, your advice for um, someone looking to do this, do your research, but know that the opportunities that are going to be presented to you, got to take them and start running with them. I was wondering if you could be like anybody in the world, who would you be and why would you be that specific person? <laughs> I would be both of you. And the reason why <laughs> I'd be both of you is because you are at a great point in your life where life's about to hit you. And I mean that in the best way possible because you are now inspired to have a career in some form of public affairs, you know, whether it be behind the camera, in front of the camera, broadcast, print journalism, um, but you're doing the research now, right? You're seeing what's out there and you're seeing all that you can do in the world. And that's a great place to be because right now I have a feeling your minds are like, hey, look at all the stuff I can do. This is really cool. I get to sit here and, and interview folks, you know, and I'll have to go to school. But, but the thing <laughs> is you're doing this to eventually lead you to a career. And because you're at that great point in your life where 
the sky's really the limit, you can go any which way you want to. And you're getting to see all the different opportunities that are out there. So now you can start making those decisions of where do I want to be five, 10, 20 years down the road? You know, and that's something we, I would ask my, uh, the folks coming into the office, you know, when I was a recruiter, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? I didn't expect them to know it right now, but I expected them to start thinking about it because pretty soon, five, 10 years down the road, I could see you on, you know, our local CBS affiliate. I could, <laughs> I could see you, you know, uh, our local radio station or shoot, one of you could be on ESPN or, you know, all these different opportunities that are out there. So if I could be something, I'd be both of you right now. It's a really great place to be in. All right. Those are all of our questions. Oh, so. no. <laughs> I was looking forward to more. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking with us and giving us so much great advice. Hey, I appreciate you guys coming in and, uh, and you're way braver than I was. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, before we close out, I do have a couple questions for the two of you. Kind of, kind of put you on the spot. But um, you guys did really well. Like, I know that you had a list of questions, but you listened and you formulated other questions based off of those responses, which is exactly what we do when we're sitting here recording these podcasts. So that was amazing to, like, watch. And you guys did really well. So I applaud you on that. Yes. Yeah. And Delaney, you did great too. I know that you were so nervous beforehand, but you did great. And you always do good stuff for, to help us out in public affairs. But I do want to ask the both of you, um, since you're shadowing the National Guard public affairs, you're not like at a civilian location. Have you ever thought about maybe joining the military or do you think that that's something that you would want to pursue listening to all the great stuff that Sergeant Delaney was talking about? Uh, definitely before this, I did not want to join the military at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now um, coming here and shadowing Major Evans and doing all the things that I've done in the last like three hours I've been here, it's really cool and definitely going to start thinking about it. Awesome. Actually, when I was little, I did want to be in the military, kind of like how my mom did because at first I didn't know like all the crazy stuff that would go on and stuff. Mm-hmm. and I always thought it was just, like, fun and games, and, like, you get to do it just for fun, and then you can take a break. But now really looking at all the stuff, and I've been um, reading about the military and stuff, I definitely do want to be in the military when I get older. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. I know some recruiters. <laughs> Maybe he'll be around to recruit you guys. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> so, um you said, uh, Michaela, that you guys have been here for roughly three hours now. What all has Major Evans kind of showed you so far? I know that you have a lot more that you're going to experience later on, but so far up to this point, what have you done and what have you uh, learned from those uh, experiences? So a big thing that we've done already is we got to interview um, Sergeant First Class Mincy okay. and figure out more about him and what he does. And... We are in the process of writing, like, a one-page kind of interview uh, about him. So, yeah, definitely putting my writing skills to the test. <laughs> but um, it's been really cool, yeah. Awesome. And then you get to be on a podcast. <laughs> Not a bad start to a day. I know. Not even noon yet. My gosh. <laughs> what about you, Kiana? Um, so far, it, it's been pretty good. Um. With the whole interview and stuff, I kind of was making up um, questions off of the top of my head because my mom had accidentally left the paper at home. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was really good. I think we both did good. Um, but with the one-pager, 
I don't really. <laughs> That's hard, isn't it? Yeah. I've, I've tried to write a one pager. You've got so many thoughts in your head, and all you want to do is let them all out on the paper. <laughs> and then before you know it, you're three pages in, going, oh no, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> I applaud you for that. that it is, it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. So, what else are you guys looking forward to for the rest of the day? Um, just getting to kind of see the, like, do a deep dive in all of this stuff. Cause up until now, it's kind of been, you know, fantasy, what I envision being in this kind of career and field would be like not actually doing anything, even though I am um, on my broadcasting team at my school. But that is a lot different from what I've done so far today. And I it was really scary when I first heard <laughs> what we were going to do. But um, so far, I think I've done pretty well. And uh, yeah, it, it sounds and seems just as cool as I thought it was. It it's very different mm-hmm. from what I thought it was, but um, it's still really awesome. So At first, I thought we were just going to come here, write a paper, and then I'll just sit in my mom's office all day. <laughs> but then when I thought when she said we were going to do all, like, the video and the whole interview, I did kind of get nervous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe I don't want to do this. <laughs> But I am actually really happy that we did do this because now I found out a bunch of stuff about the battalion he's in and what it's like to be a recruit, and it made me want to join the military even more than I already did. Awesome. Well, it's been great. Does anybody have any last words or anything maybe before we close out? Great job, y'all. Yeah. Thank you. You guys did awesome. Yeah. It's great questions. You had me sweating over here. You can't tell me you had me sweating. <laughs> All right. Well, before we close out, I definitely want to shout out to your middle schools because this is living proof that you guys actually were out doing what you're supposed to do. Because I know, like yes. you were saying, you thought, oh, I'm just going to go sit at my mom's desk all day. Like you guys are actually in the field learning what we do on a daily basis and being involved in it. So kudos to that and yes. shout out to your schools um, for sure you like this video make sure you give it a big thumbs up if you haven't subscribed to our channel make sure you hit the subscribe button and we will catch you guys in next week's episode